In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you, and also with you. A very warm welcome to Emmanuel Church in Holloway, North London. My name is Reverend Liz Clutterbuck, I'm the vicar here, and along with the congregation, I'm really pleased to welcome you to this week's Church of England online service for the second Sunday before Lent. I hope you enjoy being with us and worshipping together this morning. We're going to begin in song, so why don't you join in from home as we sing together.
Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolve to keep God's commandments and to live in love and peace with all. Almighty God, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us. Forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Old Testament reading is from Proverbs 8, verse 1 and verses 22 to 31. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? The Lord brought me forth as first of his works before his deeds of old. I was formed long ages ago at the very beginning when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water before the mountains were settled in place. Before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the world, or its fields, or any of the dust of the earth, I was there when he set the heavens in place. When he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above the thick, above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep. When he gave the sea its boundary, so that the waters could not overstep his command. When he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in the whole world and delighting in the human race. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My name is Colin Dobson. I ply for hire as a taxi driver in the Vale of White Horse, which is about seven miles south of the city of Oxford, where I live and where I worship at St Clement's Church. By far the best thing about taxi driving is what I've learned from the diversity of the souls who travel in and out of my taxi during an ordinary working week, um, about 100 or 200 people. Some of them have even become friends. But in Coronatide, people have stopped travelling to all the places from which I indirectly earn my livelihood. Pubs, restaurants, cruise ships, airports, all of them more or less closed. Like Willie Nelson, I can't wait to get on the road again, going places that I've never been, seeing things that I may never see again. That, and being able to help people get safely home, is a great day in taxi driving. In these darkest of times, I hold fast, though, to the historic truth of the first Christmas. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Like John the Baptist, or J-Bap, as I now refer to him online for short, we, the children of God, are also witnesses to the light in our daily lives. 
We pray this prayer often at St. Clement's after communion. Send us out in the power of your Holy Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. I really believe that. Keep the faith.
Gospel according to John, chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born, not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our Gospel reading this morning is one that is often used in Christmas services one of the nine readings in the traditional nine lessons and carols service. Whenever I hear it, it conjures up memories of listening to it being read in a dark church, lit only by candles, the smell of melting wax and of Christmas trees, and an inner sense of excitement about the imminent festivities of Christmas. But even though this is a reading that many of us will connect with Christmas and the beginning of Jesus' life, It's actually a reading that takes us back, way back, all the way to the very beginning of everything. In the beginning was the Word. With these words, John is taking us right back to the start of the book of Genesis, the very first words written in the Bible. That book opens, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. John's Gospel goes on to tell us, He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. This word, the light of all humankind, exists outside all time and space. The Word was there before the world existed. The Word is bound up in creation, its history, its present and its future. The Word made human in Jesus Christ brings light into the darkness. It is a message of hope, yesterday, today and forever. To those who first heard John's Gospel nearly 2,000 years ago, 
This imagery of the word would have connected with two different audiences. For Greeks, logos, the Greek word for the word, was what underpinned their understanding of the universe. And for Jews, it was a link with their understanding of wisdom being a crucial part of creation. Our Old Testament reading this morning from Proverbs chapter 8 provides an example of wisdom at work in Judaism and in the beginning of the world. The passage we've heard concluded with the verses that suggest that wisdom was at God's side in the very act of creation. Then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world, and delighting in the human race. The word goes right back to before the beginning of the world. Nothing was created without it. Life was not possible without it. This life brought life to all of humanity. So the opening chapter of John's Gospel brings together this Jewish tradition of wisdom with the logos of Greek society and then demonstrates how they have now become one in a tangible way. God made man in Jesus Christ. These verses are essentially some kind of trailer for all that will take place in the subsequent chapters of John's Gospel. How Jesus, the long-awaited Messiah, came to his own people but was rejected. Yet, and as John writes in verses 11 and 12, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So whether you were a Jew or a Gentile, John demonstrates that this light is for you. It is a light that brings hope for all. This is the message of the light. It is the certainty that those who receive it will become children of God. The light in the darkness is the hope of salvation, of eternity with God who created the world. I'm sure that most of us feel that we need a light of hope more than ever right now. The world can feel very dark and signs of hope few and far between. But there are signs. Vaccines, for example, are bringing us all a lot of hope right now. In the last month, one occasion that has brought light into the lives of many around the world was the inauguration of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. At this ceremony, the youth poet laureate Amanda Gorman read a poem she had written entitled The Hill We Climb. It begins and ends with the image of light in the darkness. I want to read you just a little bit of it from the beginning and from the end. The beginning sets the tone for the poem that looks to hope that can be found even in the shadows of difficult circumstances, the difficult circumstances facing society. She begins. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? And then at the end, she concludes with the same theme. When day comes, we step out of the shade, aflame and unafraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it. 
For there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. For there is always light. Even in the darkest months of this pandemic, there has been light. In the medical staff working so hard to treat patients, or the volunteers serving their local communities, like stars shining in a dark night sky. Even in the darkest moments of our lives, whatever our situation, there has been light. God, who brought light into the beginning of creation, who sent his Son to be light in the world, still sends his light today and forever. This is at the core of the message of John chapter 1. There is always light. There has always been light. There will always be light. The light existed before creation. It was a part of creation. The light came to live among humanity in the personhood of God, Jesus Christ. The light lives on through Jesus' resurrection and the power of the Holy Spirit. We are at the start of a brand new week and I would love to offer you a challenge to take up in the coming days. Each of us face different trials in our daily lives, especially right now. But I would love to encourage you to find some time at the end of each day to reflect upon the day that is ending and to look for the light in it. It could be something really simple, like a phone call from a friend or something really significant, like the vaccination of a loved one. What has brought light into your day? Where have you seen the light of God at work? If you take on this challenge, there's a second part that you can do as well. Can you be the light in someone else's life? Is there an action that you can take that embodies the light that Jesus has brought into our world? As John's Gospel says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith in God. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
we come now to our prayers of intercession. When I say the words, Lord, in your mercy, please respond with hear our prayer. Light of God, who dwelt among us, we lift your church to you. Help us to be the light in the dark places in our world. As your church prepares to enter the season of Lent, we ask that you continue to equip and encourage us to share in the light and the love of Christ. We pray especially for all those who lead the Church of Christ on earth. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Creator God, present before the beginning of time, and who called light into being, we pray for the world you have created. We seek forgiveness for the damage that we have inflicted upon earth and pray that humanity would be encouraged to do all that we can to protect and to repair it. We pray for areas of our world that are particularly affected by climate change, for regions suffering from floods, storms, fires and increased temperatures. Help us to love creation as you first loved us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of word and light, give wisdom to all in authority. We pray for our own government as they continue to try and make the right decisions regarding the pandemic and its impact upon society. We pray too for nations where there have recently been elections and changes in administration, for peaceful transfers of power and for democracy and truth to reign. Bring light into our communities where so many are suffering. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In a moment of quiet, we bring before God all those on our hearts and minds who are in need of healing in body, mind and spirit. We lift to you, Lord, all those who are grieving the loss of family and friends and ask that they might know your presence alongside them as they mourn. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Almighty God, you have created the heavens and the earth and made us in your own image. Teach us to discern your hand in all your works and your likeness in all your children. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit reigns supreme over all things, now and forever. Amen. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, 
for ever and ever. Amen. As we conclude our service this morning, a blessing. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. Who breaks the power of sin and darkness? Whose love is mighty and so much stronger? The King of glory, the King above all kings. Who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder? I sing for all that you've done for me.